The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Bechol Maaseyadav may be zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have berachah bakol mikol kol, him and his entire family, amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim Le Masechet Yebamot as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore so we refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer Daf Yudalid Today's Daf is being studied the Adunishmat Abraham ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Aydin Amen Begin today's Daf on Yudgimon Amud Ber 17 lines from the bottom starting from the words of the Mishnah If you remember we learned in our Mishnah that according to Bechamai the Tzarot that are Tzarot Erva are permissible according to Bechamai to make you boom with them or to make Halitza and therefore the Mishnah said if indeed the Yavah made Halitza with the Tzarat Erva, she becomes Pesula to Kehuna. Cannot marry Kwanim, because the Halitza is considered like a Girusha, therefore cannot marry uh, the, into the Kehuna. So comes the Yamaran says, and, bet, and according to Betelel, let's just speak it out, Betelel, she would not be Pesula to Kehuna. Because since you don't have to make Halitza, so the Halitza was nothing. So therefore she did mutate the Kehuna. So to that, Kehuna says, Peshita. It's Peshut. I mean, why does the Mishnah have to speak that out? We understand it. If the Halitza works, it says she's, she's like a divorce. If, if you don't need a Halitza, she's mutated. It says, L'apuket Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri. The Mishnah is coming to exclude the Shittah of Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri. The Amar, Bohu v'netaken lahem netzarot, shiyu cholzot velo mitabemot, she says, Shita, we're going to learn later on of the Yohanan bin Nuri. He wanted to make a compromise between the Shitot. He said, let's make a Takana and say, according to everybody, you have to do Halitza on this lady. So therefore, to make peace between the opinions, he wanted to say, even according to Betelel, we should require a rabbinical Halitza. Now, according to Yohanan bin Nuri, if you require a rabbinical Halitza, according to Betelel for the Tzara, she's going to be Pesula for the Kehuna. So the Mishnah is coming to say, which means to the exclusion of the Yohanan ben Nuri, that our Mishnah is not going like that Shita. So the Mishnah is to go out of its way to tell us that so you wouldn't think that we subscribe to the opinion of Yohanan ben Nuri that says, even according to Betelel, that Salah has to make Halitza. That's go the other way. In the event where, let's say, Yibum took place on the Sarah. So according to Betelel, she's Pesula Lekewuna. Why is she Pesula Lekewuna? Because this was a Bi'ah, Shal Isud. And therefore she's considered a Zona. And therefore Zona is Asura 
min Torah to a Kohen. Since according to Bet Hillel, the Yibum is not valid. The Tzarot are Asurot Riyabam. So if the Yibam made Yibum with a Tzarah, so it's a forbidden relationship. So therefore she becomes Asurah to the Kehuna. So the Gemara says, Ha-tulamani. What do you need this case for? Which means uh, it follows through. Once already had the first case, and you're telling me that she's not subject to Halitza, and then she's not Pesulah Lekeuna, so I understand that she's not subject to Yibum either. And if you made Yibum Ta, she's going to be Pesulah Lekeuna. So what did you have to say that for? Because, You're right, Once already, the Mishnah discussed the case of Halitza, so it finished the thought and discussed the case of Yibum as well. Okay, now the Gemara digresses to a, another issue, and it's going to relate it back to our Mishnah. Tenanatam, we learned the Masechet Megillah. Megillah Nikret, the Megillah Esther, can be read on several days of the month of Adar. Be'ahad Asar, u'b'shneim Asar, u'b'shloshah Asar, u'b'arba'ah Asar, u'b'hamishah Asar. Lo pachot ve'lo yoter. As we learned the Masechet Megillah, the first Mishnah, these are the days that Megillah can be read, from the 11th to the 15th. The 15th is usually read, uh, designated for the walled cities, and Yerushalayim. Any walled cities, that was in the times of Yeshua bin Nun. The 14th is for regular cities, right, open cities. And then the other days, 11, 12, and 13, were really designated for the villages. They allowed them to read on the Monday before the 14th, or the Thursday before the 14th, because to give them a leniency. So basically you see what? That Megillat Esther has uh, different days for the Mizrah to be fulfilled. So the Gibbara says, Amar l'shlakish l'yohanan. So l'shlakish comes to tell l'yohanan, Ikri kan lot tetgodedu. What do we do over here with the Torah commandment that says, lot tetgodedu. What does that mean, lot tetgodedu? Lot ta'asu agudot agudot that you're not allowed to make groups. Which means, we don't want the Torah to have to like there's two Torah. And therefore, we want to make it, everybody united, everybody together. If people are going to follow the halakha, one day this, what well, these guys are reading, and the other day, these guys are reading. And on the day that these guys read, the other guys can't read. For example, the 14th and the 15th. Take those two for example. The guys of the 14th cannot read in the 15th. The guys of the 15th cannot read in the 14th. So if it's already, you're splintering Klaisrael. And the Torah says, Do not make agudot agudot. <coughs> that was the Shakish's question to Rabbi Yohanan. Now, Gemara goes in a side point to explain this source of Lotet Godedu. Then it's going to go back to the conversation between Shakish and Rabbi Yohanan. Gemara says, What are you talking The word that Godedu, we need it for its... Uh, for the for, for, for the for the simple part of the pasuk, lo ta'asu habura almet. The literal context of that pasuk is talking about when somebody dies, chasve shalom. So the mourners are not allowed to make a gidida. They're not allowed to make a a wound. They're not allowed to blemish themselves. So where did you get from this uh, the law of agudot agudot that you cannot make groups of uh, people following one law and groups following the other law? So Gibran says, no. Imken lemakra lo tegodedu. If all was coming to teach me is the law of do not make a blemish, it could have said lo tegodedu. Don't make a gida. That's a blemish. My tegodedu. What's the double language? Shma mina laachiudata. Tegodedu melashon agudot. 
Do not make groups. Well, now the Gemara goes the other way. Maybe the whole Dirashah, the Pasuk is for Agudot Agudot. How do you know the law of do not make a blemish on yourself when somebody dies? If the Pasuk was coming to tell me just Agudot, could have said not Tagudu, Melachon Aguda. My lotid godedu, what's the double language? Godedu, shma'mina tarte. So it's coming to tell you both. Now, gedida, hogida, would be mashma like a habura. Right? This person would have said, not tagudu, gudu was mashma, lashon aguda, groups. The fact that they use both lashon, tid godedu, so now we learn what? Don't make habura and don't make haburot. Haburot or agudot, agudot. Good. So now, now we know the source post. Now we go back to the conversation. Amarle, adkan lo shanita, which means you only ask me a question from Megillah. How come you didn't ask me a question from Masikat Pesachim? Well, that's not the only question. What comes to go to do? Well, what's the question from Masikat Pesachim? Because it says in the Mishnah, Makom shenagu laasot melacha barbe Pesachim adchasot osin. Makom shenagu shelo laasot. In Osin, remember we learned the Masechet Pesachim. There was a custom regarding Erev Pesach before Hatzot. <coughs> regarding is it permissible to work or not permissible to work? After Hatzot, everybody agrees it's asur to work because already they had to prepare themselves to bring the Korban Pesach. However, before Hatzot was subject to Minhag, so there were certain places that had Minhag not to work. There were certain places that had Minhag to work. Ah, Lord, did God do? So we saying, how come you don't ask me from uh, this Mishnah in Masechet Pesachim? Amar so he tells him. Amina lach ana isura, which means I'm giving you a case where already it's isur. I'm giving you halakha. The amar of shaman bar abba mar yohanan the kayimet kimei punim bezman nehem. And what do we learn from the word bezman nehem in their times? Zemani marbe teknu lahem hakamim. We learned the rabbis established many times. I'm giving you a halakha case, meaning like I told you. The 14th guys cannot read on the 15th. The 15th guys cannot read on the 14th, which is just already in Isur. Ve'at amartim minhaga. You're bringing me an item of minhag? She said, I'm not interested in lotet godidu by minhag. All right, I can say, minadin, it's mutar. And therefore, it's not lotet godidu, because the law is one law. They have a minhag this way, they have a minhag uh, that way. But I'm bringing you a question by Megidat uh, Esther, which is a deen. Because the law is telling you these guys on this day and not on the other day, and these guys uh, some of the other day as well. So comes the Gemara and says, Because we're talking on this minhag of Pesach, doing work at a Pesach, it's also a law, it's also an Isur. Why? That now we learned in the Mishnah Besachim. What's the right Kusada? He puts it in? Okay, Balayla, which is, huh? Halayla, okay, the night before Ere Pesach, which that would be the night of Bidikat Hametz, Bet Shabbai Osrin, Ubet El Matirin, which is a separate Machloket, it's going to be the night before Ere Pesach. So according to Bet Telel, clearly says Mutar to do Melacha that night, and Bet Shabbai is Osir. So what do you see from over here? It's not a Minhag anymore. There's already Isud and Mutar. And you see, there's a the division. He holds one thing, and he holds the other thing. I love to go to do. 
I don't tell Mitzvah Minhag because this is already Isur Veter. Amar So the Shlaki says, no, I'm not worried about that case either. Hatam haro'e omer melacha hu deletle. Gebara, over is not a problem. You know why? Because you'll have people that are working, let's say the night of Bidikat Hametz, no problem. And the guys that are not working, doesn't look like they're separating themselves from the halakha. Why? Because people will see them not working, they'll say, and they're probably unemployed. So therefore it doesn't look like, by them not working, it doesn't look like they're doing something different than the others. And therefore, the Shakish says, don't know what to do in that case. But what to do is in a case where you have a division in the halakha, there, on the night of the, the bidikah. So Rabbi Hanan says, what to do? These guys are working, these guys are not working, and it's halakha, don't tell me it's not a hag. He's not worried about that. Because what are we worried that the Torah is going to look like two agudot? It's not going to look like two agudot. The guys that are working work. The guys that are not working, if somebody walks into the town and sees people not working, they'll say they're not working because they don't have a job. So they're not going to understand it as being, you know, halakha they're not doing. It doesn't look like a problem. So they're not worried about that case. But in the case of uh, the, the Megillah, where these guys this day, these guys that day, and these guys cannot read on the, uh, each other's days. So how that said, it's, it's a bigger problem. That was the question again, that the Bishakish had on, the Buhanan. Now obviously the Buhanan uh, did not have a problem with this Megillah, the staircase. He didn't answer it. He just threw him off to a different case of uh, Pesach. But how, do, how would the Buhanan answer? So the Mephashim say is that... According to Yohanan, what did they do would only be if it came out from a machlokah of the rabbis. But if this is the law from the inception, that's not what they do. Three, if the rabbis argued, he said this, he said that, now everybody is splitting up Christ. But when the law itself tells you, these will be on that day, they will be on that day, that's not already in the He didn't understand even Ishtakish's uh, question when he brings the law of Purim uh, and began to start telling him what they do. So he, he came along and told him, what about uh, Pesach? So he says, oh, oh Ere Pesach? That's a minhag. I'm not discussing anything that's a minhag. Okay, you're not discussing things that's a minhag. What about the night? The night already is Yisun Ve'etet. So he comes, no, I'm not worried about that case also. Because even though it's a mahlukin amongst the rabbis, but people will not uh, interpret it as a mahlukin in, uh, in Torah. I'm just saying the people that are not working don't have jobs. So the Bihan keeps on pressing. Amar Le'eh. bottom line. Oh, so that goes back to our Mishnah. Which means, in our Mishnah, you see already, Betchamai was Matid at Sarot Erva, and Betelel was Osir. And therefore, what? You have already Halakha, and you have already a division. And now already you're splitting up because. You can't say, uh, people will just say, no, because now they're not marrying them, and they're not marrying them already. It's, it's coming out. You see it's a division over here. Because now, according to Betelir, these ladies are asur to them. And therefore, according to Betelir, these ladies are asur to Kehuna, etc. So therefore, you're going to have uh, issues over here. She's putting Israel. Not what they do. Not what they do. Not what they do. That's the question. I can't even ask from the case of uh, Yibum. So the Gemara says... Well, you think at the end of the Mahlok and Bet Shemai followed their opinion to say that the Sarot Amutarot lo asu Bet Shemai kedivrehem. They didn't follow their opinion. They held what they held, but then they, they, they retracted and they followed Bet Elil. So therefore, there's no what to do. 
And the Mishnah is giving you the opinion. What they held. But Lema'aseh, they didn't follow that, uh, their opinion. I will see. We'll see. The Gemara's going to ask questions on this. But that's what that, 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 Rashi is answering. But Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Asu ve'asu. Rabbi Yohanan says, now what are you talking about? Asu ve'asu. They did their, follow their opinion, and they followed their opinion. Which means, according to Rabbi Yohanan, he held they actually followed it. They, did they follow it through? That's why he asked the question, the Chavarat should be, what did they do? That's what Rabbi Yohanan was saying. How can we don't ask what did they do in this case? So Shakish answered him back, they don't know what did they do in this case. They retracted. So it's all one shita. Rabbi Yohanan says, no sir, they did not retract. And therefore the Chavarat, this should be a case of what did they do? You have two different opinions, two different uh, halakhot. So the Gemara goes like this. And actually, this is the same machloker of Rav and Shmuel. The Rav Omer lo asu bet shemay kedivrehem. Rav actually says bet shemay did not follow through with the shita; they retracted like bet shemay. Ushmuel Amar asu, and Shmuel actually says asu vasu. So it's a machloker amongst the Rav and Shmuel as well. Kemarah says emat. Okay, now we got to get the history of this. According to the opinion that wants to say they retracted, when did they retract? Just at what point in history? Because you have to remember, there was in history once a batkol, a heavenly voice that came out and said, So we want to know, when was Bet Shammai's retraction in regard to this batkol? So Gibraltar says, If you're going to say this happened before the batkol came out, May amar lo asu. So why, why, why would the opinion say they did not follow their opinion? Before the bat call, they were allowed to follow their opinion. The, 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 the bat call said, I can't before the bat call, they should follow their own opinion. The era the Ahar bat call. And they want to tell me that this story over here, this machlok is referring to after the bat call. What's, how do you explain the opinion that says they still follow their opinion? After the bat call came out and said, how can you have an opinion that says, they still follow their opinion, Bechamai. That's the This is Mahloket. When did it happen in regard to the bat call? Did it happen before? You have a question. Did it happen after? You have a question. If it happened before the bat call, why, why is their opinion that they retracted? If it happened after the bat call, how could you have an opinion that said they followed their opinion? Bat call says, I can answer both ways. Either I can answer before the bat call, after the bat call. I can tell you what. That this episode happened before the bat call. Oh, so then how would they? Why did they retract then? Why did they retract? It was before the bat call. They should have kept their opinion. Uchgon de betelel ruba. But what happened? Betelel became the majority. Once betelel became the majority, so then already even before the bat call, that go follow the majority ruling. So the bet shemai had to renege on their opinion and follow betelel. The man damar lo asu. The opinion that says lo asu, they have betelel ruba. I tell you, the reason why they retracted is because betel became the rov. Uman damar asu, and the opinion that says asu ki azlinan batar ruba hecha dechi hadadininu. When do you follow a rov? When the rov, when the scholars are of equal level on both sides, and this has just a quantitative rov. But over here, Bet Shammai, they were sharper. So to them, the Rov didn't mean anything to Bet Shammai. Because Bet Shammai had sharper, qualitative rabbis. So therefore, it was before the Bat call, they weren't right about the Rov. 
You know why they want to write the rope? Because they said, we're Mahadid Tafir. We're sharper. And therefore, your rope means nothing. And therefore, they kept their own opinion. So that's the way to learn the feelings before Batkol. Let's review. We learn before Batkol, because we're both she taught. The reason why Bet Shammai stuck uh, or retracted before the Batkol, Bet got it off. No choice, got to retract. The opinion that says it was before the Batkol, and Bet Shammai kept their opinion, you're right, you got it off. But we're sharper. And therefore you might have the quantitative roof, but we're the qualitative roof. And therefore, they uh, kept their guns. Or I can explain this history. After the Batkol. So therefore the Batkol came along and said, So the opinion that says, they kept their opinions. How can they keep their opinions? Well actually, means, means, they did not keep their opinion, they retracted like Betelel, very easy. Because the Batkol came out. But the opinion is that they followed their opinion. It's following the opinion of Yoshua that said, uh, follow Batkols. And therefore, there was a famous Mahlokan over there, and Rabbi uh, Lazar wrote a Batkol to prove, prove his uh, point, and Rabbi Yoshua got up and said, you don't go with Batkols. So therefore, Rabbi Shammai was not concerned about the Batkol, and therefore, even the Batkol said, they kept their own. So comes the Gibran and says, Just you want to look at the Tosafot quickly, Rabbi Yoshua. Which means Lamar said that we have to make a difference. When uh Bi Azar used a bat call, they told them uh, they put him in Hiram for using a bat call. But here when it comes to this bat call, the rabbis used it. Mm. She's the rabbis themselves. When the Bidiyazid used the bat call, they said, we don't go with bat calls. But when it came to Bittalel's bat call, of Bittalel, they went with it. So that's the difference between the two bat calls, Tosfot says. He says, V'yishtomar meshub de bat call, the Bidiyazid lo yadstayil lichbodo. Shama amen ashamayim yuchichu. Yeah, that wasn't really a bat call, because it only came to protect the Bidiyazid's kavod. But really, it wasn't a... It was solicited. Whereas the halakha of Bittalel was unsolicited. It just came... Stam. The other one came to Khbodo Shil Rabbi the Aizid, so therefore the hell wasn't legitimate. In a me, Bay Bat Kot Shaita Kenegat Rabim, the Rabbanana Vuruba, the Vada in Alaka, Akakabatot Betele, Kabalam Shudavi Betele Ruba. And the Betchamma had a debt affair. Very good. That bat call in Masil Bab Matsya was going against the Rov. You're going against the Rov, we don't go with a bat call. Here the bat call was supporting the Rov. It's just that Betchamma was Mahadadet affair. So therefore the bat call had to come and say, we don't go with the Mahadadet affair, we go with the quantitative rov. So that, that, that type of thing, as long as the batkol is within the rov, so you're okay, you're going to take it. But you needed a batkol just to say that we go with this rov. Okay, don't worry about Pet Shammai's uh, sharper uh, minds, you go with this uh, this case over here. So that's another difference between uh, this batkol. Comes again and continues. Oh, now we're back to the questions. Uman da'amar asu, according to the opinion that says, Bet Shammai followed their opinion. Yeah. That means Betelel was Matir, was Osir the Sarot. Yeah. And Bet Shammai was Matir the Sarot. And the opinion says that what? Asu. When they followed their opinion. Karina ba lotit godidu, lotasu agudot agudot. How do you answer? Lotit godidu. 
Bottom line, you have now two groups. That's a strong question. So the Gemara gives an answer. Gemara says, Amar Abaye, Ki Amnin Lotit Kodedu. When do we say Lotit Kodedu? Kegon Chete Bate Dinim Be'idahad. Let's say you have two courts in one city. Halalu Morim Kedavre Bechamai. Halalu Morim Kedavre Betelen. You have two courts in one city, and one court rules like Bet Shemai, one court rules like Bet Tilel, so already that's considered the Lotet Kodidu. Aval, Shete, Batet, Dinim, Beshte, Ayarot, Letlan Ba. But if you have two courts, and each court's in its different city, so then we have no problem of Lotet Kodidu. So the Gemara's assuming over here is the court that the Mahlogan Bet Shemai, Bet Tilel is like two different courts in two different cities. And therefore, we have no problem of Lotet Godedu. So, Kamsi Gabriel is going to ask. Amar le Rava, vea bet shamayu betilet kishte batedinim beirachad dame. So, what are you talking? Bet shamayu betilet is considered like two courts in the same city that are making. Uh, disparate rulings, and therefore the Chana have a problem of Lotet Godedu. So comes the Gemara and says, "Ela Marava ki Amrina Lotet Godedu kegon bet din beir achat." You know what Lotet Godedu is? When you have one bet din in one city, pelag morin kedavreb betchemai uflag morin kedavreb betelin. And half the bed dean rules like one rabbi, and half the bed dean rules like another rabbi. That's already you're splitting the court up. Mm-hmm. But two courts in one city, like Betelel, Ba. And that's the rabbi's really final answer. Bottom line, there's two courts. You have the court of Betchemai, he ruled what he ruled. You have the court of Betelel, even if it's in the same city, doesn't matter. Each court is following uh, you know, their uh, rulings. It's not one court that's divided. And therefore, there's no problem of having Betchemai and Betelel in the same city. That's the Gemara's answer according to Baba. So again, let's review Rabbah's, let's, let's review just to get clarity in Abaye's answer. Abaye's original answer was what? The only time you have a problem is Lot to do is two courts in the same city. Okay, but he understood that Betelel and Betchamai were considered like uh, two courts, but in separate cities. <coughs> so the Mithash explained like this, that Pshat is Betchamai Betelel is no problem of Lot to do because the two sides refrained from giving their ruling in the other one's city. Which means each one ruled where they ruled, and they didn't, uh, they didn't overlap into each other's uh, places. That's what Abayah thought. And therefore, uh, no problem. However, Ravah came along and said, doesn't matter. Bottom line, in the same city, you had students of Bet Shammai that were following Bet Shammai's rulings. They might not have ruled it, but in the same city, you have Bet Shammai people living there, Bet Shammai people ruling there. So therefore, they're following the rulings of... Uh, their uh, respective members, even without the Beit getting involved. The students of Beit living in the same city as the students of Beit Bottom line, each one's following their respective Beit Oh, so it's still a question. It's like two, two Beit in the same city because of the Talmidim. So comes the uh, Rabban answer now. The only time you have a lot to do is one Beit that's split. However, Beit were two separate Beit and if we have no problem, what to do? Comes the Gemara further. Tashema. Now we bring in a question. We have a 
ברייתא. במקומו של רבי אליעזר, היו כורתים עשים לעשות פחמים בשבת, לעשות ברזל. ולראות במסכת שבת, בפרק רבי אליעזר דמילה, רבי אליעזר held that מכשירי מצווה, ספציפיקלי מכשירי מילה, is permissible to do on שבת. Not only the ברית מילה itself, but you're allowed to do preparatory things for the ברית מילה. For example, to prepare a knife for the ברית מילה. So in Rabbi Yehazel's town, they used to cut wood on Shabbat in order to make the coals, in order to make the knife on Shabbat for the Bik Milah. That's considered Mekshireh Milah. Gemara continues, B'mkomot of Rabbi Yosei Gilili, Ayu okhin basar of Mechalav. According to Rabbi Yosei Gilili, he held the only Torah's Oser, Lota Bashir Gilili Mechalav Immo. So we learn from the only a type of animal that can bring milk. Like a Gilili, like a goat. But an animal that cannot bring milk, there's no issue, like a chicken. So then we use matir to eat chicken and milk. So the Rabbi Yosei in this place, they used to eat chicken and milk, to show that Allah has like Rabbi Yosei. So it says, Bimkomo shil Rabbi Eli Ezer in. So the Gemara says, In the place of Rabbi Eli Ezer, they follow this halakha, what, to cut the wood on Shabbat. Bimkomo shil Rabbi Akiva, lo. But the Rabbi Akiva's place, they did not follow it. Why? The Tanya Glove Brayta. Klal Amar Rabbi Akiva. כל מלאכה שאפשר לעשותה מערב שבת, אין דוחה את השבת. Which means any מלאכה that could have been done before Shabbat, like this case over here, making the knife, Rabbi Akiva was Osir. So it comes out, you have two different opinions here. Rabbi Yehazel holds, you can make the knife on Shabbat. Rabbi Akiva says no. So the Gemara is assuming in his question, I is not going to do. So the Gemara says, I'm not asking you a question. Ve'ai mighty yufta. What's your question? Mekomot, mekomot shani. Didn't we just say different places are not a problem? Which means this over here, mekomot should be akiba, mekomot should be le'ezad. There's nothing to go to do with it, which means, according to what we said, if anything is not to do, it's only in one place. Here, it's different places. What are you asking? So the Gemara says, it's a good question. What was he asking? Udekari le maikari la. The one that was asking the question, what was he asking? I mean, isn't it an obvious distinction? Maybe Shabbat is different. When it comes to Yisur Shabbat, maybe when Mahmira noted go to do even in different places. Because Shabbat is very stringent. And then the Havamina was, ah, let's go to do, what do you mean let's go to do? It's different places. No, but this is Shabbat. When it comes to Shabbat law, maybe we want it to be unified because it's very severe, the Anyan of Shabbat. Therefore, I would say maybe it is. That's why Kamash Malan, no, that even in this case, it's not a problem, because Bama is in separate places. Tashema, another question. When Rababu would come to the town of Rabbi Yoshua ben Nevi, he would, on Shabbat, move the lamp after it extinguished. Remember, we don't have a second Shabbat, according to the Shittah of Rabbi Shimon, he says, in Mukseh Shabbat, which means, you have a lamp, as long as the lamp is lit, everybody agrees it's Mukseh. Once it goes out, however, according to Rabbi Shimon, you're allowed to be metaltel. Rabbi Yehuda was mahmir. Rabbi Yehuda said, even after it went out, it's Asur. So, Rabbi Abu was mekel like Rabbi Shimon. So when he would go to the town of Rabbi Yehoshua, Rabbi Yehoshua also was mekel like Rabbi Shimon. So Rabbi Abu would uh, lift the lamp up, and uh, no problem, he would uh, follow his opinion. The opinion of Rabbi Shimon, as well as Rabbi Yehoshua. But when Rabbi Abu would get to the place of Rabbi Hanan, he wouldn't. Because Rabbi Hanan was Mahmir. 
Sumer Abba, who would, uh, you know, wherever he would be, he would follow the uh, the opinions. Kamara says, So, what are you going to do? Kamara says again, Ve'ai ma'ikusha. Ve'lo amrina mikomot, mikomot shani. Didn't we just tell you different places? Wait, I mean, Rabbi Hanan, in his place, he was Mukseh, the uh, lamp. And Rabbi Yoshua was Mati, the lamp. This is mikomot, mikomot. What's the question? So, yeah, no, no. That wasn't our question. This wasn't a lot of good to do issue here. Anan hachi kamnian. This is what we were asking. Rab Abu hachi avid hacha ache vehachi avid hacha ache. Question, Rab Abu, what are you doing? One place, you move it. One place, you don't move it. I mean, you yourself, you're following two uh, alakot. Who, who are you following? How do you how do you follow two alakot? Either it is mukse or it's not mukse. What are you doing over here? So Kazgavaran says. Really, he held like Rabbi Yoshua, meaning it's mutar. So therefore, when he was by Rabbi Yoshua, he followed that like he held. But when he got to Rabbi Yohanan, he was just being mahmir out of respect to Rabbi Yohanan. So it wasn't like Rabbi Yohanan doing something be'isur. He himself had it was mutar. I mean, the Gemara maybe thought the opposite way. Maybe he really held it was Asur, and when he got to Rabbi Yoshua, he's moving it. What are you talking about? He held his mutan. And then when he got to Rabbi Yoshua, he moved the lamp. Uh, so why? When he got to Rabbi Yohanan, he was Mahmir. Out of respect. The Gemara says, not going to work. Va'ika Shama. What about the Shamosh? Babahu Shamosh. What's the Gemara's question? We're saying like this. His plan is going to backfire. He's trying to give kavod to Rabbi Yohanan, right? <coughs> but the Shamosh doesn't know this. And then what's going to happen? The Shamosh is going to see his rabbi moving the lamp when he's in Rabbi Yeshua's place. Yeah. Shamosh is going to say, well, it must be mutad. So now what's going to happen? They're going to get to Rabbi Yohanan's place. Rabbi Yohanan's not going to move the lamp. But the Shamosh is, because he's not going to know, he's not going to know that the, the rabbi, what the rabbi is doing. And therefore, what's going to happen? Rabbi Yohanan is going to catch on. Ah... The Shamosh must have learned this from where? From Rabbi Abu. And therefore, not Kavod. Therefore, you don't hold like me. You see, Shamosh is uh, moving the lamp. So the Shamosh is going to give it away. How are you going to give Rabbi Yohanan Kavod? What about the Shamosh? So the Gemara says, Okay, he told the Shamosh. Very simple. He told the Shamosh before, listen, this is the plan. When we get up here, we don't move the lamp. Okay. Tashema. Come and listen. We have another proof or question. Oh, now new point. Period. Now we go uh, to a new uh, new subject. We're going back to the question: Did Bet Shammai retract or they didn't retract? We have to analyze that. Mahlok. It's actually Mahlok and Abu Shmuel. Mahlok Rabbi Yochanan and Shlakish. Did Bet Shammai retract from their opinion on Sarot? Says Tashema. Afapi she'elu oslin ve'elu matirin. And even though Bet Shammai was matir the tzarot and Bet Tzarot was osir the tzarot, lo nimneu Bet Shammai milisa nashi me Bet Tzarot velo Bet Tzarot me They were still intermarried. The school schools were intermarried. That's a quote from the Mishnah. The Gemara says, "I amar peshtamal lo asu," which means, if you're going to tell me that Bet Shammai did not follow their ruling, means they end up retracting like Bet Tzarot. That's why they didn't refrain from marrying each other. Because there was no problem for Bet anymore. Because now Bet was not worried about any problems. Because Baal uh, Bet ruled like them. Yes. So there was no problems with the, uh, with, with, with the children, with the, with the marriages. In Iyamat, Asu. But if you're telling me that what? Bet stuck to their ruling. Amai lo nimne'o. Why didn't they uh, retract? Why didn't they refrain? Now, 
Bet Shammai is following his rulings to be a problem for Bet Hillel. Because according to Bet Hillel, these kids over here are Mamzerim. Because according to Bet Hillel, if you made you boom with this lady, this lady's a suit to make you boom with. It's making you boom with Eshet Ah, the kids are Mamzer. And you tell me Bet Shammai kept their rulings. So how is Bet Hillel allowed to marry into the Bet Shammai uh, families? Why did they refrain? So the Bishlama Bet Shammai mi Bet Hillel on the Ru, the Bechai Ben Avininu. I have no problem on the side of Bet Shammai marrying Bet Hillel girls. Or children. Why? Because what's the concern? According to Bet Shammai, according to Bet Hillel, there was no Yibum done. Right? No Halitzah done. Where Bet Shammai said you had to. So, and what was the thing? What would happen in Bet Hillel's camps? Those ladies, those sons would go marry somebody else and have a child. According to Bet Shammai, that marriage, and they went to marry somebody else, only Isulav. Because they should have done Halitza, they didn't. So there was Yisur Lav. The child that comes out of that is coming from a Yisur Lav, child's mutar. Yeah. So there's no problem for Bet Shammai to marry Bet Hillel uh, people. Ela, Bet Hillel me Bet Shammai, amai lo nimni'u. But hold it. Bet Hillel to the Bet Shammai children, that's a problem. Benechai Bekritut, mamzerim ninu. The mamzerim, why? Because eshet ach. She's according to Betelel. He's looking at the Betshamai families now, right? Betshamai's families, they made Yibum on the Tzara. According to Betelel, Yibum on Tzara is already Yisud Karet. And if the child's in Mamzer. So Betshamai stuck to their rulings. How wasn't Betelel concerned about marrying their children to the children of Betshamai? I'm not worried about Betshamai going to Betelel school, but the other side is a problem. Maybe you'll say like this. Kasavi Betelel de'en mamzer mechibek kiritut. Maybe you'll say that Betelel holds that you don't get mamzerim from even mechibek kiritut. You only get mamzerim from hayuv mitat betdin. Maybe he's mahmir. Only when there's a mitat betdin in the relationship, that brings mamzerim. But mechibek kiritut, like eshet ach, maybe it doesn't bring mamzerim. Therefore, there's no problem according to Betelel either on the kids. It's not so. Even though there's But everybody agrees that Mamzerim come from an Isur Karet. Bet Shammai and Bet agree on this. So back to the question How did Bet marry into the Bet Shammai families if they kept their opinion? You have a problem with Mamzerim. So Gabriel says, "Ela lav shmamina lo asu." So therefore, you have to prove what lo asu kedivinim. The Mitzvah must have retracted. Prove positive. They must have retracted, like Bittin. Therefore, they were able to intermarry with each other. Gabriel okay. says, "Lo, no, leolam asu." Really, I'll tell you, Bittimai followed their opinion. Also, how did Bittinil marry in the Modeilehu ufarsheh informed Betelel about the status of these children. And therefore, we see that there was courtesies. So that, that's the Hadush. And even though there was great mahlukin over here, but before somebody would get married, Betelel would say, you should know, uh, this girl over here was a Tzadat, uh, uh, her mother was a Tzadat Irva, and uh, we did give a boom, and therefore, she said, this child over here is uh, Oh, Betelel was okay, good. So therefore, Betelel had no problem marrying him, because if there was ever a problem, Betelel would... Inform them. So comes the Gemara and says, you know what? It makes sense. It makes sense that Bichamai would inform them. Why? Let's, let's read the end of the Mishnah. The end of the Mishnah said like this. 
כל הטהרות וכל הטומאות שהיו אלו מטהרין ואלו מטמאין לא נמנעו עושים טהרות אלו על גבי אלו. לא היה מחלוקות פתאום בית שמאי ובית הלל לגבי טומאה וטהרה. בית שמאי עושה טהור, הבית הלל would say טמא. But what does the Mishnah say? They would still borrow כלים back and forth to each other from the two schools. So the Gemara analyzes. היא אמרת בשלמה דמודעי להו. If you want to explain that they were בית שמאי would inform Betanel of the status of these vessels that's why Betanel was allowed, allowed themselves to borrow so I'm not worried about Bet Shammai because Bet Shammai says the stuff that Betanel is metamer so it doesn't matter however, according to Betanel has he borrowing the stuff? could be according to the Shittata Mistameh so you have to say what? they must have uh, informed but if you're going to say that there was no that Bet Shammai did not inform them I'm not worried about Bet Shammai borrowing from Bet Shammai the Tumot the Bet Shammai the Bet Shammai Taharot because what's Tamir for Bet Shammai is Taharot for Bet Shammai so on Bet Shammai's side there's no problem on Bet Shammai's side there's no problem so therefore even if they didn't inform them I'm not worried about Bet Shammai but on the other side how can Bet Shammai borrow from Bet Shammai Taharot the Bet Shammai the Bet Shammai the Bet Shammai the the things that are taught for Bet Shemai are tamir for Bet Elel. El Allah must be temodeelehu shma'mina. Must be like you see in the end, the last part of the Shad, that Bet Shemai was uh, informing. Now this is a strange Gemara, because the Gemara is saying like this. I'll prove to you that they were, that, that they were uh, informing. So the Gemara brings me another case, which seemingly is the same case. The Tum'ah and the Itara. But the way the Gemara brought the proof is, it sounds like this proof is a stronger proof than the case of the Tzarot. By the case of the Tzarot, the Gebraz uh, wanted to assume that, you know what? Uh, they informed. And therefore, Betel was not to marry to Betchemai, because Betchemai was courteous, he told them exactly what the status was. So the Gebraz, and I'll bring you a strong proof to this. What's the proof to this? From the end of the Mishnah, that you have to say that they informed, because how do they borrow uh, uh, things from each other? So the Gebraz says, Umay mehach. Why is this proof better than, than the first proof? Which means, why is this a proof that they were modia more than the case of the sarot? Which is, for some reason, this case you bring as a proof. It's the exact same case. To bring a proof that means something that's stronger. So the Gemara says, Says like this. Without that last part of the Mishnah, I would have said, you know why Bet I would really tell you like this. Bet Shammai was not courteous. They did not inform. Uh, so how did Bet Tanel then marry into the family? You know what I'll tell you? Because when it comes to marriages, there's, there's talk. There's a voice that goes out. And therefore, they just knew, not from the uh, information that Bet Shammai offered, they just knew from the, from the street, from the talk. Oh, this lady was a tzara, her mother was a tzara, Yibum was taken away. That, that word gets out. So Betelel only allowed themselves to marry in, I would have thought, just because information was known, but not from Bet Shammai. That's why you have to bring me the end of the Mishnah. The end of the Mishnah says, no, I'll prove to you that Bet Shammai had the courtesy. Because at the end, the Mishnah says they borrowed from each other. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Tumal, there's no call. The only way that there was a lot to borrow was because Bet Shemai would have told them, listen, this item over here is no good. So you see there was a camaraderie. Mm-hmm. So once I show you there was a camaraderie, I'll say that the earlier case also, there must have been a camaraderie. It wasn't they were relying on 
the call, and then we're lying on Bet Shemai's courtesy, and therefore you see, they shared information. Comes again what God says, Gufa. Subject that we learned earlier. Amar Abil Azar. Even though we said Betchamay and Betelel argued regarding the Tsarot, Betchamay said Tsarot, Mutarot, Betelel said Tsarot, Asurot, Modim, She'en Mamzer, Ela Mimish Isuro Isur Erva Ve'anosh Karet. But they agree that to make a Mamzer, it's got to be from an Erva that's punishable by Karet. So the Gemara now is going to ask a question, Modim. Who agrees to who here? Says, Even though they, they argued on this, but they agree. The, the, the word they agree with, who, who's agreeing to who here? Who's the Hadush here? Who's, is Bet Shammai agreeing to Bet or is Bet agreeing to Bet Shammai? So the Gemara is going to explain. Man Modim. Who's agreeing to who over here? Ilima. Which means, the point is like this. Even though they argued on each other on this, but they agree to each other on this. So the Gemara says, well, who's doing the agreeing over here? Is Bet Shammai agreeing to the situations of Bet Or is Bet agreeing to the situations of Bet regarding this Karet, Mamzer situation? So the Gemara says, Ile ma Bet Shammai de Bet If you're going to tell me that, it's Bet Shammai de Bet Peshita. Of course, Pashut. Bene Chaybe Lavin Kesherim Ninu. Yes, which is, according to Bet Shemai, they have no problem with the children of Bet like we said. Because what are you worried about? That Sarah might have gotten married to somebody else without a halitza, and they had a child, that child from Yisulav. And therefore, for sure, uh, you, you don't have to tell me that Bet Shemai agrees that there's no mamzirut over here. Because we're not saying, it's, it's only Chaybe Lav. The, the, the statement is, to the modeh, that there's no mamzirim in this case, only when it's karet. Of course, but Shammai, we know there's no mamzirim according to Bet Shammai in this case. Aliba, the bet, uh, following Bet opinion, because according to Bet Shammai, what happened over here? You had to make a halitza. You didn't make a halitza. So what happened? The, the, the girl lady went out and married somebody else. It's Yisulav. Yisulav, the kid is maximum what? Mutar. So she's coming from Yisulav. So Bet Shammai for sure... I have no problem to say he agrees to Betelel's side. And that, however, Ela Betelel, Bet Shamai. But what do you mean? Betelel, Bet Shamai, he gufa haibekirituti. What are you talking about? That, that's the case of haibekiritut. Which means this lady over here is Ishit Ahdit Sarah. Which is according to Betelel, if Bet Shamai's children over there can be Mabzerim. Because bottom line, the Yabam went with the Sarah. The Sarah is like Ishit Ahdit Shuskarit, and the child is Mabzer. So what are you saying? Yeah, but they agree that there's no karet only in this case. I mean, in the case of how you get it. Mashma, in this case, it was okay. They agreed that there was no problem of mamzirim. What do you mean? You can't say that betelel was more than the betchamai. Betelel, on this looking at betchamai children, that, that is considered how you've karet. So what do you tell me they were more there? That there's no uh, there's no uh, mamzirim only in the karet case. This, this is it. This is the case. This is the karet case according to betelel. So Gemara says, Le'olam Betchamai Le'betelel. I really have to tell you, the Hadush is that Betchamai agreed that the children of Betelel were okay. So we said, Pashut, why would I think otherwise? I tell you why. Ula Pukemed Rabbi Akiva. To exclude the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, De'amar yesh mamzer mehibel lavin, kamash ma'aran, de'en mamzer mehibel lavin. There is an opinion of Rabbi Akiva. He says, Mamzerim can come even from Isulav. 
and therefore, according to Biakiva, the children of Betelel, according to Betchamai, would be considered Mamzerim. Because why? They should have had Halitza, according to Betchamai. They didn't. They got married to somebody else. That's Isulah. But the Biakiva says, Hibel Lavin brings Mamzerut. That's why we have this statement to come along and say, no, 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 no. Betchamai doesn't hold like the Biakiva. Therefore, Modim Betchamai, Betchamai will agree. The Betelel, that Betelel's children are not considered Mamzerim. Why would I think not? Why would I think they are? It's just Hibel Avin. No, because it's an opinion that says Hibel Avin is Mamzerim, by the way. That's the Biakiva. Kamash Muram Bishon does not hold of the Biakiva. And then the children of Betelel, according to Betchamai, are okay. Tashema, come and listen. Right. Afati shenechleku Betchamai u Betelel betsarot u b'achayot Beget Yashan, Ubsafek Eshet Ish, Ubemegaresh et Testo Velana Aimo Befundak, Bekesu Ubshave Kesef, Befruta Ubshave Peruta, Lon Neu Betchemai Melisan Nashim Betelel, Velo Betelel Mebetchamai. Lelam Betcha, Shahiba Vereut Noheget, Zebaze. Lekayema Shene Emar, Haemet Vashalom. We have a Braita. The Braita gives us many examples where Betchemai and Betil argued like marriages. And they argued in the subject of marriage, which would create problems for both sides to marry each other. We'll get the cases in a minute. Let's get the skeleton of the Gemara. Even though they argued on all these cases, for example, Tsarot, take Tsarot, still. There was intermarriaging between the two schools to fulfill the pasuk ha'emet v'shalom ehavu that even though they are both pursuing the emet truth and justice which is the Torah still it was with peace it was done in the proper way there was hiba and riut between them there was love and camaraderie between the two schools and the bishamon omer nimneu hen men avaday velon nimneu men asafik the bishamon comes along with the schools would refrain, but they would refrain from the Vadai problems, but they would marry the Safek problems. Now, you have to see what the Bishop was talking about. I mean, the Vadai is Asur, the Safek is Asur also. So what's this compromise that the Bishop was saying that Betelil, well, they kept away from the Vadai cases, but from the Safek cases they didn't... Uh, so the Gemara is going to analyze this Braita. I Amar Bishlama Asu. If you're going to tell me that Bet Shammai kept their rules, that's why they were Monai, which is according to Bet, according to Bishamon. Right? The Bishamon says over here, Well, now I know why. Because obviously Bet Shammai kept their opinion, and therefore the Bishamon is telling you they, they kept away. But didn't the Bishamon say in his brighter that Nimni'u? That only makes sense to say Nimni'u if you say Bet Shammai kept their opinion. But if you're saying they retracted, why did they refrain? That should be okay. Which is, does it make sense what you're saying? Even if you want to say that what? Asu, meaning they follow their opinion. I understand Betelel, son, why he's refraining from Betelel. 
Because every Ramzerim problem for Betelil. Ela Betchamai, Amain Nimniru Betelil, Bene Haibel Avininu, Vikashirim Minu. Which means, according to. You think Nimniru Zel Azet? What do you want about Betchamai? Betchamai, your side, there's no problem. Why Nimniru? So the Gemara says, no, I'll tell you why. What's the Gemara's question? What's the biggest problem going to happen to Betchamai? That Sarah went out and got married to somebody else, not a child? That child? No problem. But it says here, They were Monea. Why? So the Gemara says, No, Kedamar of Nachman Britak, Lon Nitzrega Ela, Let Sarah Atzma, Hachename Lon Nitzrega Ela, Let Sarah Atzma. The issue was not the child, the issue was that Sarah herself. Which means. Nimni'u betshamai tebetilil to marry the tsara. Because the tsara, you have to make halitza. So therefore, what, you're right, the child, not, there's no issues on the child. child. You don't have to make any procedures on the child. The child is from Haybe Lavin. No problems. When it says nimni'u betshamai was nimna to marry the tsarot of betilil. Why? Because there's no halitza. So what would they do before they married them? They would make sure that the halitza was done. So the nimni'u is not on the children. The children, they don't have to be monaya, mechamal. They have to make halitza. So therefore they were monaya on the tzarot themselves. Good. Look at that sheet. The bottom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines on the bottom. The tzarat atzma. Hadik tani nimna'im. That would have said that mechamal refrained. Mechamal atzma. Which means, really, I'll tell you that really, Betchamai Namen Nimnaim Betelel, Melissa Sarat Habat Belo Halitza, exactly. Which means, unless Halitza was, it was a Salah with a Bat. Without Halitza, there was no Munaya. That's the Halakha. Comes the Gemara and says, "Ela letzarata umayshenam navadai deisurahu safek nami isurahu." Now he's talking to Rabbi Shimon. I have no problem with Rabbi Shimon. You want to tell me they were nimneu? Yeah. But according to you, that saying nimneu, why was Bittelel only monaya from the vadais, vadai problems, not the safeks? <coughs> Just like a vadai is a problem, safek is also a problem. Safek isur over here. Yes. What's the logic for Betel to be Mikhail on marrying Safik problems, Safik cases? So the Gemara says, Lo tema mena Safik. No, no, no. Take out the word mena Safik. Of course they didn't marry Safik issues. Ela ema mena Setam. Just say Betel would marry the Stam cases. Which is, without knowing anything, they married. Why? Demodelehu ufarsheh. Because since Betchamai had full disclosure to Betelel, and since there was camaraderie, and since they would tell them what's going on, so if they didn't hear anything, Minastam they married. Which means, the Vadais for sure they didn't touch. The Sefeks also they didn't touch. So when it says they married the Sefeks, take out the word Sefeks, say they married the Stams. How could they marry a Stam? Because if there was a problem, they know Betchamai would have said something. So therefore, if they didn't hear anything from Betchamai, they said, for sure this lady is okay. To teach us what? And what is the Mishabon really teaching me by saying this? That Betchamai, Betelem married the Stam cases. Mm-hmm. To teach me what? 
there was camaraderie between the two schools. Because the only way you can marry a Satam is a Bechamai lets you know on the problem cases. So he was Hainuresha. But what are you talking about? The Bishamon, the beginning of that Blaita told us that there was Ahava and Re'ut between the two schools. Which means, if you look at the beginning of that Blaita, what did it say? It said, Lo nimne'u Bechamai. So clearly the first part of the Blight tells me there was peace, there was camaraderie. Then what does the Bishamon say? You should know. Uh, the Stam cases, Betelil took them without questioning. What? So what did he teach me the Bishamon? That it must have been camaraderie. But that Dresha told me there was camaraderie. So what are you hearing? So the Gemara says, HaKamashman dekule Rebishamoni. The whole Braita is the Bishamon. There's not two opinions in the Braita. That whole Braita is following the opinion of the Bishamon. Now let's go back to the Braita and learn the Braita or the Bishamon. Meaning like this. The Bishamon was saying in the Braita they would marry each other. How would they marry each other? Because there was peace between them. Now what type of people that would they marry? Either the ones that were Kashir. Now what were the ones that Kashir? The stamp cases. Yeah. However, on the Vadais, they refrained from. Why? Because really, Bechamai kept his opinion. Bechamai, according to the Bishamon, did not retract. And since he did not retract, the girls of Bechamai and Bechamai are going to be an issue. Oh, so what does it mean that they married each other and there was no problems? Yeah, on a Stam case, there was no problem. Because since there was camaraderie, you didn't have, a, you didn't have an issue. And therefore, the Braita that quotes the Bishamon at the end... That says what? That when Astam they did it. Oh, so what are you teaching me? That it was Hibah? You talk, uh, the Resha says that. No, no. I, I'm telling you that I'm the Resha. Which means the Bishamon says, I'm the opinion of the Resha. The whole Braita is Alibad Rabishimon. And therefore, read the Braita. Let's go back to the Braita. They married each other. Meaning, Bechamai kept his opinion, but still what? They didn't refrain. But they should know when I said above that they married each other. Relax. Only the Vadais they kept away from. Not the Vadais, because the Vadais Bechamai has a problem with. But the Setam cases were okay. Why? Because there's Haibah. If there's Haibah, I'm not worried about a Setam case, because if there's a problem with Shammai, would have says So the whole Baraita is Aliba, the Rabbi Shimon. The Rabbi Shimon's holding what? Number one, Bechamai didn't retract. That's the key. That's the coup. That'll be proved. Bechamai did not retract. They kept their opinion. Finished. You have a proof now. Go to Rabbi Shimon. And what? They didn't retract. So how they marry each other? No, they married. They didn't marry each other. But the Bishamon police, they kept away from the Vandais. They only married the Setams. What do you mean? They're going to marry the Setams. No, because once already there was Hibah and the Ud, so therefore the Setams were okay. Now, before we conclude, we have to give all these cases now. Let's go one case at a time. <coughs> Sarot, we know. What's the case of Sarot? Bechamai is Matid at Sarot. So we understand the problems that can come out. Achayot. That's the case, let's say, two sisters fall. To a Yavam. So we said, you have a problem now to make Yibum. Why? Because whoever you're going to make Yibum to, there's a Zikah from both sisters on the person. So to make Yibum to one of them, the other one is considered Achot Zikukato. It's like marrying, it's like marrying two sisters. 
So regarding to a case where two sisters fall to a Yavam, we have a two sisters fall to one Yavam, we have to one. Even to one. Even to one he cannot marry each one because the other one is, they both fall to him now. So there's a Zika. He's getting two zikot. <laughs> so therefore, whatever one he marries, it's achot zikukato. So so machloket b'chamei betel. So what's the machloket? So the machloket is uh, later on in Davchavav that right. It's a suit for the brothers. Even in your case, I said it was four brothers. Two brothers married two sisters. Then they died, and the two brothers, like you said, fell to the two sisters fell to the two brothers. So it says over there that you have to make uh, halitza. Now That's the case. If let's say the brothers went against this halakha and they made yibum, Bet Shemai says mutar, stay married. However, according to Bet you have to get divorced. So now you can imagine the controversy come with these ladies now. According to Bet Shemai, they're married. That means you're going to go with this lady, it's Ishit Ish according to Bet Hillel. According to Bet Hillel, it's nothing. So therefore, you can have, uh, you can have uh, situations. Yeah, but according to Bet Hillel, yeah, you have to make a Girushin. So therefore, we don't have to make a Girushin over there. According to Bet Shemai, these ladies didn't get a Girushin. But Bet Hillel says you got to get a Girushin. So therefore, according to Bet Hillel, according to Bet Hillel, according to Bet Hillel, school, you'll never have a case, because these girls are always going to be uh, big, big, good as shot. But according to Bet Shammai, if you're going to marry these ladies, we don't get a shin, it's Eshet Ish, according to Bet Hillel. So you can see the problems. And about the Bet Hillel, if Bet Hillel is going to marry one of those ladies of Bet Shammai, without knowing what's going on, she can be Eshet Ish, because Bet Shammai doesn't require a divorce. Okay, Rabotai, we just want to finish this daf in explaining... The mahlokot that Bet Shammai and Bet had regarding uh, cases of marriage, which uh, prompts the problems of intermarrying between the two groups. The uh, first case the Braita mentioned was the case of Tsarot. Well, Tsarot, we know that's talking about the mahlokot that we have in our Mishnah between Bet Shammai and Bet is the Tzarat Arva Muteret, or not Muteret? According to Bet Shammai, she is indeed Muteret, meaning for Yibum. Whereas according to Bet Elel, she is Asura. The next case would be Ahyot. That would be a case where you had four brothers. Two brothers married two sisters. They subsequently died. The two sisters now fell to two brothers. So there we have a Mahloket again. Which means everybody holds that it's asur for the remaining brothers to make yibum. That would be a case of achot zekukato, and therefore that would be asur. However, halitza is uh, necessary. The subject over there was if the achim went against this isur and they made yibum. There we have a machloket bet shemai bet says you made yibum already, yitkaimu, you can stay. Whereas bet says you would need a get. Now the media does point out in this case. This really doesn't create an intermarriage issue between the two groups, but the Braita brought it down just because it is a difference in marriage between the two groups. The next case would be Beget Yashan, which would be literally an old get. That's a case where somebody writes a get in order to divorce his wife, and then before he gives it to her, he makes Yehud with her, meaning he secludes himself with his wife, Yehud alone, so the Mishnah Gitin, they learn it from the Rashot, that Bet Shemai says that the get remains kosher. She can use, the husband can use that same get to 
make the ultimate divorce. Whereas Betelelos, as soon as Ganesh begins it, says once already you wrote a get with the intention of the divorce, and then you made Yehud, so already that get now becomes invalid and cannot use it. Again, the Isud over here is Isud, the Rabbanan, it should be pointed out that Bidiyavad, if let's say the get was given and she did get married to somebody else, uh, she does not need a get even according to Betelel. So it's a din the Petra says not to use a uh, get yasham. The next case would be Safik Eshet Ish. What is the case of Safik Eshet Ish? So let's read Rashi. Uh, Rashi <coughs> actually brings uh, two Pirushim. The main Pirush is his second Pirush, which is the case of a Shkiv Mera. Shkiv Mera is somewhere on his uh, deathbed. And uh, he tells his wife the following. Let's get. Let's read that inside. It's in Safik Eshet Ish. It's one, two, three, four lines down. So he says, "This is your get from today. If I ultimately die from this uh, from this sickness, right? So it's a get from now." In the event that he dies. So all those days between the time the get was given, and if he dies or not, she has the status of Safek, Eshet Ish Kedetnan. What does she consider all those days? You see, both rabbis hold that her Be'ilot, any Be'ad that she'll have, is going to be considered uh, pending or questionable. And uh, Gemara Gittin explains the difference between Teluyah and Safek. Which means it says uh, in the Gemara over there that what? Uh, he, she should not make Yehud with the uh, husband. Which means, because potentially, he activated a get. So now, if he's going to make Yehud, meaning he's going to be secluded with her, could be that that seclusion can now re, reactivate a Kiddushin, and therefore the get is going to be no good. So the deen over there is that you cannot mityahed uh, with her. Now the question is, let's say they did make Yehud. Gemara Gittin goes on why you shouldn't make Yehud. Let's say they did make Yehud. So according to Bet Shammai, the get is still kosher. You can take that same get, which is that conditional get that he made, it still, uh, it still works. And according to Bet Talil, they have to give a different get. Uh, according to this, um, right, that's the uh, second explanation. And we'll see exactly the reasons when we get to the next case. The first explanation over here of the of the of Rashi is in Safik et Eshet Ish, the law of Mi'un. Which means he wants to learn Bechamai that the only time a girl who's a ketana can make Mi'un only from the Irus, Irusin state. But you cannot make Mi'un from a Nisu'in. And once she's full-fledged married, there's no miyun. So why is that called Safik Eshet Ish? So he says that, let's say a case was, uh, what's the case of miyun? The mother married off the daughter, or the brother. She was here, Toma. So the Kiddushin is Kiddushin de Rabbanan. So the rabbi said she can uproot the Kiddushin de Mafreya, al de miyun. She says, I don't want to marry, uh, be married to this guy anymore. So uh, later on we're going to see that Pechamai says that the miyun can only apply at the time of Arusa, but not Mishinisset. And therefore... Uh, she cannot make mi'un in the Yibama because um, 
which means after the husband died, in order to exempt herself from the Yibum, and furthermore, she cannot, all these laws apply. I'll give you many laws. Number one, doesn't apply to an Arusa. Number one, only to an Arusa. Number one, he says that it cannot be done to the Yavam. Number three, he says it has to be done only in front of the husband. It cannot be done and also it has to be done in front of Bedin. Uh, and also once in a life. These are all laws that Pechamai is mahmir on when it comes to the laws of Mi'un. However, Betelir says she can make Mi'un in all the cases that we mentioned above. Not only when she's Arusa, even when she's Nesua, even Triyabam, even Shalom Bifnei Ba'ala, even Shalom Bifnei Betin. Okay, so that's the Mahloka when it comes to Mi'un as well. Again, this case over here, Mi'un really has no ramifications of the intermarriage as well. Uh, but it's brought down just because we bring all the examples where Bet Shema and Bet do have <coughs> arguments in cases of marriage. The next case would be Migaresh et Ishto Velana Imo Bifundak, which is a similar case to the case we brought above. We'll see how. This is a case where somebody divorced his wife, Migaresh et then afterwards he uh, was with her alone. He's, Made Yehud with her alone in a pundak, in a, let's say, in an inn, in a hotel. So, uh, according to this uh, opinion, according to Betelil, we have to Hoshesh, if they made Yehud in the room, he got divorced. Now he made Yehud. So you have to Hoshesh that the husband now that made Yehud with his wife, uh, maybe he was with her. If he was with her, so it could be he did it L'Shem Kedushin. If he did it L'Shem Kedushin, so now they're already uh, married again. Okay? And therefore we need another get. In order to matira to get married to somebody else, so bet necessitates a get. Whereas bet shemai is not choshesh for this case over here that it was a beira for kedushin. According to that, was just a regular beira, not for the sake of kedushin. Therefore, did not need a second get. So comes out uh, according to this. If she didn't get this get, according to bet she's eshet ish. So therefore now, Yubit Shammai is allowing this lady to go out uh, to get married. She holds that Bi'ah was nothing. So now this lady over here, if she meets up with a Bet Hillel uh, student, it's going to be a problem. Because according to Bet Hillel, this lady is uh, Ishid Ish. A get was not given. So therefore you see the problem that can come out in this case. And actually this case is linked to the case that we said above. With the case of the Get uh, Yashan. That when he, he gave, or Safek Eshet Ish, I'm sorry. The case of Safek Eshet Ish, where the guy said, today's, the, I'm giving you the get now, Shkib Merah, on the condition that if I die, the get is from now. So therefore, the, the Bi'ot in between, that already is the Mahlokar of it. Do we consider the Bi'ot in between a, like a new Kiddushin, therefore it nullifies the uh, previous get, or do we say no? That the, the Bi'ot is not considered the Shem Kiddushin, Nafkamina is going to be, is she really considered uh, uh, married? Is the get a get or not a get? And therefore, we're going to have problems between the two, uh, the two groups. The last case is the famous Mahakadim Bechamayim Betelir regarding Kesef and Shaveh Kesef Peruta and Shaveh Peruta. Which means we know that when one makes Kedushin, you got to make Kedushin with money. It's one of the ways, at least. And there has to be a certain Shivui, a certain value. So what's the value according to Betelel? So actually, Bet Shammai holds that the smallest amount of money you can use to make Kaddish Isha is a dinar kesef. A dinar, small amount of money, or shaveh dinar kesef. Okay, or the value, where according to Betelel, has to be a piruta of nechoshet, a copper, or shaveh piruta. Now, over here, you can have a case 
uh, where she's mutated according to one opinion, but she's asura according to another opinion. Even in Legabini Sukaret, for example, let's say a lady received a kiddushin from, uh, from one fellow, and after he received the kiddushin, let's say she received the kiddushin piruta, that's according to Betelel, married. Okay, and then she went after she received the kiddushin from this guy piruta, she received a dinar from somebody else. So according to Betelel, she's married to the first guy, whereas according to Bet Shammai, she's married to the second guy. So now you can have an issue over here for this lady. She's going to go marry, says, well, um, according to Betelel, uh, she's married to the first one, according to Betelel, she's Asura to the first guy, Bekaret. So therefore, you'll have a problem of, uh, you know, intermingling with these uh, cases uh, over here. So that's basically the situations. In any event, we conclude in this Gemara, at least according to this Baraita, we hold back and forth, was did Betelel retract from his opinion, or didn't he retract from his opinion? The Tzarot. So we wanted to say at the end of today's Gemara that really Bet kept his opinion. He didn't give in to Bet And if we hold that Sarot are indeed Mutarot, and uh, the way Bet and Bet dealt with these issues, they informed each other. When Bet would inform Bet and let him know, this is over here, lady, that Yibum was done to her. And therefore, Lishitat Bet this case of Yibum over here, would make her or the children uh, Mamzerim. And therefore, they would keep away from that uh, situation. Amen, amen.